to make that paper the show where we talk about all the crazy jobs we do to make the cash we need to pursue our artistic dreams and to buy a new house every time you drop your keys in the snow oh my god i love that joke so much today we're talking about the old warming up the crowd gig or that roll the camera craft and don't forget the day trading dabble we are your hosts jamie parker stickle and jason bieber and today we're talking to the man tbs called one of the top 101 best comedians working today and we have to agree so agree he set the guinness world record for most jokes told in a minute most of them funny and you can catch him doing stand-up all over the country, including at the Comedy Store and Laugh Factory right here in Los Angeles. Yeah, you've seen him on hit shows like The New Girl, Monk, Prison Break, not to mention a fairly amazing Doritos commercial. Link in the show notes. Please <laughs> welcome to the podcast the incredibly funny, it's Darren Capozzi. Hey, thank you. Uh, uh, that intro was great. Who was it about? Uh, we're, we're actually, the, our guest for today canceled. Thanks for jumping in at Thanks the last second. In. No problem. No problem. I do want to say, Darren is so funny. When we did stand up, we would always want to get the spot after Darren because like, speak for yourself because he had the, just no because he had the crowd in such a good place all the time they were laughing so hard they didn't even hear you they just laughed because you were like he, they were still laughing at Darren it was like it was like it was so great it was so great he's so funny yeah no no he's, he's like honestly if you guys have not been to a Darren Capozzi show you gotta get I mean we're gonna get we'll, we'll get you tickets Bye. I know a guy you're stuttering. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? Uh, huh. I'm going to uh, wake up to this intro every morning, by the way. I hope you do. This That's is how I'm going to get out of bed. My girlfriend's going to be like, what is this? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> my this, new is, this is my ringtone. This is my ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Alexa, wake me up. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And Alexa go, good morning, Aaron. Welcome to Make That Paper. <laughs> Well, I did one time, so um, I, I'm sure we haven't, I don't know why we haven't done this yet, but when I uh, when I was do, starting to do, do, do um, can I talk about the day trading? Yeah, absolutely. Let's we'll talk about We're day trading. Talk all about your yeah, side yeah, hustles, but day trading. I, 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 I was like, okay, because the stock market opens up at 6.30. So I was like, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I set the alarm to patience by Guns N' Roses. Nice. <laughs> so nice. like, you know, to Very have soft patience whistle. in the morning. Mm -hmm. have patience in the morning we haven't changed it since and we hate that song so, wow but every morning now we're waking up the patients wow. wait but you say the stock market opens at 6 30 is that east coast or are you saying 6 30 our time our time our time it yeah. is 6 30 our time no. for some reason i thought it was five our time and eight east coast mm -mm. wall street guys are fucking lazy they okay. like lazy. to roll in have their coffee you know have a little kibitz in the morning, and then at 9.30 a.m., ring a bell God. and get to it. You're just getting home from doing blow. So That's yeah. Just, you don't even go home. home. What are you talking about? You change your shirt on the way. You stop at Marshall's. It's all on the subway. You're fine. You wake it's up. You listen to patients. You do your blow. <laughs> You're good. We stop at Marshall's and get the irregular shirt up for discount. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Pick up one of those skinny ties that comes too short. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. fine. Pick up maybe a pound, maybe a set of three pound weights because today is the day. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> on the way on the, on the checkout, they always have everything like that. That's really funny. 
the truth is, I didn't just come up with that. I dated a guy that used to do that. <laughs> go into the city, stay all night, pop into the Marshalls. I forgot what street it was on, maybe fifth. Buy a shirt, get a tie. It would be too short. And then he'd go into the finance office. That's, That's what he did. Amazing. Amazing. What city was this? New York. It was JJ. Oh. Oh, JJ. 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 So, guys, I honestly, this is, you've done a 513 podcast? Oh, yeah, we, we, we have a yeah, great way of done, inflating things. Yeah, we've done did season five. 13, we've done 76 no, episodes, we've 72. Done like, no, no, we're in our 50s. We've done like 50, high 50s. Right, I was 72. No. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of um, our ages. Yeah, that's what's yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. combined. <laughs> uh, but that's good. No, I'm glad that after 56 people, you're like, let's hit Composio. So that's fantastic. Well, I, I negged you a whole bunch of times. Jamie's okay. really been pushing for you since the early Since apps. season two. <laughs> season six is all about our big reaches. Big season reaches. six is, is the season where we're like, you know what? I think we're big finally reach. at the at the level mm-hmm. that we can like we can reach out to some some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's see if we can get Darren Capozzi on the show. Yeah, it was actually, it's true. Yes. Speaking of uh, day trading, though, and yes. comedy. Yes. Honestly, Darren is one of the the funniest comics you'll ever see. And when the first time you were doing stand up on television live, I was like, Darren Posey's doing stand up on TV. Like, he's made it. She also likes to announce it when streetlights change color. You are taking the power away from everything. I'll never forget. Okay, so Darren, one of his side hustles, and I don't know if you're still doing it, but he works in a casting director's office, commercial casting. And I had not, I'd had a baby. I had not been on stage. I had been on uh, maternity leave and I got a commercial audition and I didn't know Darren was going to be there. And I walk in with no hair and I'm notorious for having long hair. And I show up with no hair. I had a pixie and he was like, oh no, what'd you do? <laughs> like they called the <laughs> long haired girls. And I was like, talk to my agent. It's not my problem. It, it was so funny. That's funny. Yeah. You still recognize me, so it was fine. Well, let, I don't recognize anyone now with masks, so. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But talk to us about casting. How'd you get into casting? Well, I uh, I was looking for a side hustle. Yeah. And Liz Paulson, who's, uh, who owns Mel and Liz Casting, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Sure. She was a good friend of mine, and she's like, listen, I can, why don't you train train in my um, my company? just to get you know because you have to do a lot of training before you, and then you, then i was like then like you can go out and you can be casting directors and i'm no hey you're you're a camera guy you've done this so i trained and no one called me no one called me and then uh a friend of mine for you remember francine Selker casting she's now retired yes oh, yeah she retired a friend of mine uh worked for her and i was literally sitting around and she called me she said darren uh our because when you're a camera guy, sometimes you get auditions and then you got to get someone to cover your, your shift. But usually the casting directors are pretty cool with you going, going, coming and going. But this particular guy got stuck in traffic. I think his audition was on the west side and Francine was in the valley. And they're like, our session started. We have like 30 people here. How quickly can you get here? And I was like, I can be there in like seven minutes. I wasn't doing anything. So literally went over there and that was it. Save the day. I saved the day. And the next thing you know, I started working for Francine. And then I started, you know, then, you know, people get your name and then these people call you. So yeah, now I work at 200 South. I've worked, I've worked for most casting directors in town actually, which That's is wild. so good for my soul. 
So that's what's still good about that. Yeah, no, clearly yeah. No, nothing like watching everyone else go out for the parts that you want. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing better than that. Do yeah. you ever put yourself on camera and slip it in, or would you? Yeah, be... yeah. yeah. All the, well, okay. it depends. What kind of, yeah, yes, I yes and no. Sometimes the cast directors are really cool. They're like, yeah, I don't care. And sometimes they're like, nope, nope. you're a camera guy. Darren so. this specifically says, "30-year-old African American woman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm like, yeah, but I recognize myself as that. So, uh, you know, I, Wild card. Yeah. I can't tell you how many commercial auditions when I first moved out here, I would go on and it was such a diverse crowd. I'd be the only white blonde 20 something girl. And the guy I'd go right after would be like a 50 year old African-American man. And we were, I, we'd talk and he was literally going for the same part I was. It was mostly like, you just, they didn't care. They didn't know what they were looking for. Yeah. So they just brought, they threw, what do they say? The they, United Colors of Benetton. They just threw yeah. anything at the wall and whoever delivered, that's what they wanted. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's funny. I've seen in callbacks, you know, that what they do is they put all the photos out of who they want, like first choice, second choice. And I've seen so many people like huge campaigns, someone walk up to the photo, like, you know, they already picked all their picks, you know, and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen when it comes to like, you know, the ad advertising agency, yeah. director, yeah. client, you know, it's a lot of people, but people don't understand commercials. They're like, you have no idea how many cooks are in the kitchen. And this woman walks up and was like, you know what? I don't really like his ears. Wow. And took the picture away. And I go, that is how you lose six figures. Wow. Yeah. It was yeah. like a huge, Holy shit. It was a huge campaign. I remember being like, that person was so close. It was a kid too, probably a teenager, could have helped him uh, in college. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Just just, like they, they took his uh they took his whole life away. That is so just because he didn't get that ear job. Because he didn't get the ear job. So I called the kid and I said, dude, you better chop off your ears because no mm -hmm. one likes your ears. Tape them back. Just tape use tape. I think there's a thing where you actually can have your ears tapered back. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Listen, I'm a girl. I know they tell you how to fix yourself all the time. Are you a girl or are you a Doberman? Fix yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an 80s reference. What are we, Magnum PI? <laughs> Doberman says someone not in 25 years. <laughs> I married him because he when I met him he delivered nothing but dad jokes and I was like are you a dad are you divorced with kids and he was like no and I was like sold yeah. sold yeah well no kids I'm, the I'm there with my girlfriend I do dad jokes all the time I'm like I can't wait till we have a kid these are be, I'm like, these kids are going to love these. This is going to be gold. gold. And then you find out only she loves them. The kids are like, you're stupid. Yeah. That's <laughs> so stupid. How old is your child now? 22? Yes. 22, 22, 22 tomorrow. 22. Big day for us. He is going on 40. I'm not going to lie. He says things and you're like, wow, I've aged you. I want to circle back to, um, to working in the room Yeah. Uh, because I have... I remember, I'm going to go way back to, you know, my early years of auditioning. And, you know, I remember the first couple of times going into commercial auditions and there was somebody in there working the camera, giving me direction, telling me what to do. And I could see my, a young Jason going in 
and see, having you know a young Darren telling me, all right, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. And I'm gonna go, great, great, great. Well, Francine, it was really nice to meet you. And <laughs> not understanding that the person in the room is, is, is the Francine. messenger. Yeah. And is not the decision maker. But as, for as long as you've been in it and how pro you are, have you moved up? Do they consult you about like callbacks and things like that? Uh, good question. Sometimes the director and ad agency, they'll ask me my opinion. And sometimes yeah. you're a ghost in the room. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't care. Um, and I always tell, I mean, this is the thing about commercial auditions. It's like, I was like, just go in, do your best and then go home and help someone else. Because if you're in your head, it's out of your control. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. go in, do your best and go help someone, someone less fortunate, call a friend that needs to help because otherwise you're going to be in your head. Well, well, I did it this way. You know, everyone always gets in their car and like, and looks in the mirror, like I should have said it that way. You know what I mean? It's like it, at the end of the day, it, it's all about a look really. It is. You know, and I, and I got to tell you in the last year, as things have like, as we, you know, for the first time ever, we're doing these things at home, um, which I'm, I'm guessing has kind of put you out of work a bit. Um, but, you know, doing these auditions at home and actually seeing what my first and second and third takes look like, um, I'm like, Jesus, well, first of all, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking terrible. But, um, but second of all, I, I don't like, how do you feel? What is it like to be kind of, do you, do you feel responsible for getting, getting an actor there, helping them like? Yes. I feel responsible, yeah, because it, you know, it, it comes down to me. So I'm representing the casting director and whoever the casting director puts on the link ultimately goes to the client and then the client's like, who are these people? Like, they're terrible, that, that'll come down on me if I don't, you know, Got especially, it. especially if you're doing non-union, I become an acting teacher, really, when I do huh. non-union, yeah. It's a lot of like, which I actually enjoy. It's kind of fun because like, everyone has to start somewhere, right? You know, we yeah. all started somewhere. So I don't yeah. really, you know, people always kind of, poo-poo on non-union like well we all started somewhere and it's kind of you know <clears throat> it's enjoyable to me because i get to teach a little bit you know it makes the day easier as opposed to like the same it's a lot of mundane stuff too it's like over and over and over again the same same stuff so. i'm not doing it now i had to stop uh six months into covid for multiple reasons but um i was doing casting for radio for a couple of years and um, wow. and it was great but it it is tedious because actors and this is you know whatever actors i didn't meet anybody in person because we're only working with voices so i would interview people and then run things on the phone with them like bits uh radio bits and stuff and um yeah mostly boring but also really stupid sometimes because <laughs> people are so in their head when they're talking to anybody that is about to or could possibly give them a job they they don't hear what you're saying. They're, no, your they brain don't. isn't processing anymore. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, no, honey, what I said was A, and you're telling me Z. I just want to know A. And it's just like, oh my God, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to think of something <laughs> like what oh, like one time I asked them for their um for their the best email to contact them at, and one of them was big ball, big blue balls, Joe <laughs> at big blue balls. And I was like, that's not gonna work. Do you that have any more? That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, they don't listen. They just come in and they're like, I'll explain it. And they don't listen. They just they sit don't there. Like, they don't listen. 
Excuse us for a minute. Our sponsors have something they'd like to say to you. That's enough of them. Now back to us. Let me ask you, do you have, and I don't want you to like violate somebody's privacy or put someone on blast or anything, but do you have- A big blue ball story? Yeah. What happens is what I say to little kids, you know, come, the little kids come in the room. I always ask like the guys are like three to five. Like if there's like four of them in a room, I always go, hey, do you have a girlfriend? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I always ask them that. And, you know, some of them get really thrown off or they're like, no, I'm four or like I'm five. Right. And, what, and the kid's like, do you got a girlfriend? He's like, no. And I, I know I broke up with her and I don't want to talk about it or something like that. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, we just broke up and I don't want to talk about it. Five years old. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Our kid is six and he talks about all the boys get together and they talk about their crushes at school. And then one day he came home to Jason. And he's like, are you kidding, dad? This girl is so hot. You're six. You don't know what hot is. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That's really cool, though. Hey, he likes what he likes. I, I can't steer it. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. can't stop him, right? Yeah. I'll tell you, most most people that are in doing casting or doing the ca- working the camera are actors themselves. You know, we're all the, actors. We're all actors. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think... That, go ahead. No, continue. N- well, I was just going to say, I think it's a great gig because you know what they're picking then. So when you do audition, you know exactly how to sort of nail it. So it puts you in a perfect position to also teach um, commercial auditions. Is that... You haven't done that yet, though, have you? I haven't done that. No, I honestly, this would, this would be my class. Go in, like I said, go in, do your best, and go help someone. That class is not going to do very well. It's not going to do very well, but there's nothing, there's nothing to do, you know, like in commercials that is, and I mean, I'm not talking about theatrical, theatrical, I think is a little different. In commercials, you could be the best person there and, you know, it doesn't Mm -hmm. always work out that way. Right. You know, the ones that I like like, sometimes don't even get callbacks, but the good thing is like, we are the first line of defense. So like, if you're mean to a camera person, we can hide your audition. Yeah. Wow. With a click of a button. Can be you like, do, have you done it? Have you just just deleted somebody? I feel really bad when I do it, but if they're real assholes, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, you don't feel. Yeah, the yeah. client doesn't want to deal yeah. with an asshole, so. No, yeah, they, they don't want them on set for twelve hours, so I'm doing them a favor. But you know, what? I, I feel bad because I'm an actor. I'm like, you know how hard it is to get an audition, but sometimes I'm like, I can't. You can't. You're you're such a dick. Right. I'm yeah. often you're part of the casting system. So yeah. they have to get through you just like they have to get through an executive assistant before they get to the executive, you exactly. know, like a lot, of com- a lot of commercial actors don't realize we're the first line of defense and they come in with attitudes. Wow. Yeah, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I well, can't, I, 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 I honestly, I can't imagine it. Cause I, I come in with like, if anything, over niceness and humility. Yeah. Humbleness. I had one time was working for Fran- Francine Selkirk. Here's a good story. And thank God there was two actors in the room. And I said, uh, I think I either I said, hey, man, tell me your name. How you doing? And he goes, did you just did you just tell me to hurry up? I go, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't tell you. Hurry up. Yeah, I just fucking heard you tell me to hurry up. <gasps> and now, in my head, I go, wait, I'm waiting for the bit. Like, I thought he was doing a bit. Yeah. I was like, no, no. And the guy next to him goes, no, he just said, tell me your name. He goes, no, I, I know what I heard. And, I, and then I go, hey, bro, we don't need you. Like, there's thousands of actors out there, dude. We, you're not that important. Who's oh, I'm not that important. And he fucking marched out. And I was like, okay, good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He, he, like, he was so pissed. Yeah. I'm like, fine, dude, fuck you. 
Obviously, this guy had something going on. Well, no, I think he was going. I think he was like, I think he was a big time. I thought he was a big time actor, and I think he was above commercials. I think Uh, his ego, when he came in, was already top at the top. You know, like I'm better than this. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you better than all the celebrities who are taking over all the commercials? Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Um, the last commercial audition I had was right after I had been boosted, uh, not boosted, but um, had my two shots, and they went back in person for like a month, and it was at 200 South La Brea, and mm-hmm. do you remember? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I might have been a dick. I might have gotten deleted, because I went in, and I was like, it was for an astronaut, and he's like, walk like an astronaut. And I was like... I'm sorry. And he goes, walk like an astronaut and you're waving to the crowd. And I was like, okay. So I did what I thought was walking like an astronaut. Like an astronaut who's in space now. And remember I told you this in the car, I told you in the car and he goes, do it again, but with less weight in your boots, like your anti-gravity. And I was like, I've been, I'm too old for this, but I was like, okay. And so I did it again. (laughs) He's like, you look like you're playing. And I was like, I'm walking like an astronaut. He goes, but you can't be that light because you have gear on. And I was like, like my astronaut suit. Like you're in your astronaut suit. So I was like, okay. And he goes and pretend you're holding a helmet. And I was like, okay. So I did it again. And he goes, just like that, but smile bigger this time. And I was like, is he gonna go jerk off to my attention? Like I was seriously like, this is fucked. And on the seventh time, I go, I don't think I'm the right person. Like, I don't understand apparently what astronauts walk like. So let's do it one more time and, and then I'm going to go. And he was like, yeah, okay. I mean, I think I was the dick that was like, but I was nice about it. But I was like, yeah, I don't think you get erased for that. Yeah, you have to be really a dick. But I was like, I don't, you're not being who, clear. You know, there's only how many people walked on the moon? Those are the only people who know what it's like to be an astronaut. So, like, what? What? <laughs> what are you, what talking, are you talking about? about right. I'm sorry. What? I mean, it was really, and I was like, you're you're the exception. You're not an actor. Like, you're just not. Like, you can't be. No actor would be like, walk like you're walking with no. Yeah, if I was running that session, I'd be like, listen, I know this is ridiculous, but you know, just try to mime what you see Neil Armstrong doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that's even what he's saying. I mean, I'm, no, he wanted me to walk across the stage in a spacesuit on Earth, on Earth to a podium and wave to the paparazzi. And I was like, but smile like I'm about to go to the moon. And I was like, uh huh. Okay. Am I wearing a diaper? <laughs> <laughs> Am I driving to Florida with a hammer next to me? Just, I need just my back straight. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I felt bad for the guy. And I was like, I wish you luck. Like, I knew I wasn't going to get that. Like, like, I don't know. It's just, you know what they're, it was clear to me that there was a picture in mind that the client had passed on to this person and then tried to tell the camera guy, like, get somebody who, and I was just like, am I not, um, I just, I just don't think I'm the part. And again, at the end of the day, it didn't matter because your ears were, you know, your ears weren't right. 
Yeah. My ears weren't right. Yeah. Yeah. They pulled your, your photo. They're like, these ears are terrible. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. At one point, I did think like, you're going to go home with all these auditions of just watching women walk across the camera six, seven, eight times. Like, what's wrong with you? I, I have to tell you, I'm thinking about this. You know, this conversation has actually created in my mind a, a, a business idea opportunity for me. For, for Darren. Us. For Darren. Darren, I think you okay. could be a part of this. I think you could <laughs> help walk this in. Um, maybe bring Francine out of retirement. She might want to <laughs> jump on board. Um, so much, so much could be saved so much time, energy, effort, and, and hurt feelings too. Um, if we just, instead of using headshots, if we do like 3d headshots where you could look at an actor in 3d, you know, put different outfits on them in a virtual world and go, okay, you know, different hairstyles, everything that's plausible before mm -hmm. you ever have to deal with a real person. Yeah. That's and, coming. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're making a joke, but that's not far-fetched, dude. That's coming soon. I believe it. I, I think so. I think they're going to, yeah, I think they're going to do away. I think they're going to do away with in-person auditions because I know right now commercial callbacks are mostly Zoom. Yeah. And as you know, theatrical is all yeah. send a tape in. Are you working Zoom auditions then? So you're still working, but you're working from yeah, Zoom? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of, I've been last week, this week I did three three days of in-person Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, we've yeah. been back to in-person, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you, you know, their COVID protocol over there, as if it's 2020, still still COVID. Oh, yeah. they did ask me, and this could be it too, they said, um, are you willing to work on set following COVID protocols if people aren't vaccinated? And I was like, well... Uh, how, much, how much does it pay? Yeah. Like I had a couple questions about it. And she goes, I'm not allowed to answer that. I'm not allowed to answer that. And I said, well, then how can I answer that question if I don't know, if you can't tell me these things? Oh, I said, are they going to be tested, you know, right. up to the shooting date? And she goes, I, I'm not allowed to say that. And I was like, well, then I don't know. Because this was, early, this was, you know, they were still figuring it out. Yeah. 2021, yeah. like just yeah, yeah. like May 2021. So I was like, it is weird. So what are, what are the protocols? Like, are you feeling safe? Oh yeah. I feel, yeah. I, listen, I got all the shots. I actually caught Omicron. Great. I, I, I feel, yeah, I feel fine. I mean, I, I have a mask on. Great. Yeah. You got your plexiglass. I mean, this is going on three years. I don't yes. care anymore. It's, you know it, I mean? yeah. It, it, I hundred percent. I, I, in most people, actors that come in the room, they don't care anymore. Because mm -hmm. I normally say, hey, do you mind if I pull this down to talk? Because it's so annoying to talk, to, to give explanations. And they're like, I don't care, man. Take it off. So I'm like, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are tired. I think As we all are, are right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So how is acting for you? I mean, do you get caught up in um, your side hustle? Because I, or do they still let you go on auditions? And by the way, I love that you listed uh, the occasional acting job as one of your side hustles. It does feel that way. It does feel that way. It feels that way. It's one of the occasional acting jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, they let me go to, yes, uh, I haven't gotten a lot of commercial auditions. Yeah. I don't, you know. Um, Ever or lately? Lately. I haven't mm -hmm. gotten a lot of commercial auditions. So a lot of my auditions are on camera, uh, you know, I, I, at home, self-tape. Theatrical stuff. Yeah, yeah, theatrical stuff. Or like, I just, and I'm like, so I just do one take and I'm done. Yeah. That's I don't it. know any theatrical that has gone back in person. Everything you've done is, and yeah. you get weekly auditions and it's mm -hmm. all tape. I get no auditions. It's fine. Mm. I'm okay with it. 
Is that fun? Is that mm-hmm. fun? I'm just like, you know what? I'm selling a book, so it doesn't matter. Oh. Fuck you all. Um, just kidding. <laughs> um, but okay. So where is comedy right now? Because where's like, comedy I'm, right now? Yeah, because I know full, like comedy's full blown. It's out it there. is, right? Because yeah, Jody's out, doing shows. Jody's doing shows. Uh, you know, I was at a show last night that was outdoors. Uh, a lot of outdoor shows, but yeah, it's uh-huh. back. It, it is, you know, packed house last night. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, we still live in a bubble over here. Yeah. We're, we're, we, I mean, we haven't been to a show. We haven't done yeah. anything. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't gotten sick yet. Well, there you go. It's scary because I think it's better when you're on the other side that you'd already caught it and you're on the other side and everything was fine. Um, well, I, I'm, glad I caught, I'm glad I caught Omicron yeah. because my girlfriend caught Delta and I, you don't want anything to do with that. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah. But, you know, uh, in our, you know, in our scenario, we've, you know, we've got the kid who I know everything they say about kids are less, but we're, we're still just very hyper-protective. Oh, yeah. And then I booked a job uh, in, I booked it in December. We're supposed to shoot it first week of January. Omicron did its thing. It has been pushed and pushed and pushed. I'm now shooting it February 1st, but I have had to go and get tested every single day. For 21 days now in a row. Wow. Yeah, I get tested every single day. Not like commercial where they test you PCR 24 hours in advance. And I know that one one positive test and I lose that job. Yeah, Yeah, scary, right? And it's recurring. So like he's already booked two episodes. So it's like if he loses it, he loses the opportunity of continuing to come back as guess what? A stand-up comedy host. What? That's amazing. Congrats. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I booked I booked a in November I booked a a, a, a co-star on a TV show called Super Pumped. Yeah. And nice. They kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And then mm-hmm. my part went away. Uh, uh, I'm also worried about that. Yeah. Like uh, I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Omicron? Can you anything else you, you can because it's taken away all my warm-up gigs. It took away so much. It's like Omicron is just like for us, you know, in the entertainment, it's just, it's just killing us, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you're full support, which you are behind and in front of the camera, when your full support is the, the business and the business is like crazy right now, I don't think people actually fundamentally or logistically understand how impactful that is. Yeah. Um, I, and you, you brought it up. So I, I definitely want to talk about you know, warm up gigs because warm being a warm up comic, it's yeah. being a stand up comic, but it's it's different and it's special. It's it's hosting too. Like you have to have that ability to like host people. You're talking yeah. to children, but you're not. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, I, I actually warm. I got really lucky this summer. I warmed up a TV show called um, the Go Big Show. Burke Kreischer is the host. Uh, it's going to be on TBS. Yeah. It's awesome. Fantastic. It's like it's like America's Got Talent, but like on steroids. Which That's you've awesome. also done. You've done American. You've gotten. I've done. I've warmed up America's Got Talent too. Yeah, I've warmed up. Yeah, I've warmed up. Uh, my the, the show that I was on for the most time was called a show called which Jody Miller was was a showrunner and head writer on it called yeah. Funny You Should Ask. Yes. I lo- which that's not back yet, but it's no, coming no. back. Do we know? We know. Fingers crossed. We, 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 we don't know. Um, the buyer now who who you know it's his, his ultimately his decision yeah um but you know to, we also just lost you know uh louis anderson died yeah. I mean, yeah yeah he was on the show he was a yeah. big really awesome dude 
Yeah. Really we watch the show, but everybody else, we've pumped the show. Like we will again because it's it's great. It's yeah, it was it's, it was the best. But that, coming back to that, that show, you know, we had paid. There's there, there's different audiences. There's paid audiences, mm-hmm. and then there's like America's Got Talent. People just want to go. And those right. are the best audiences because those are hard to get tickets oh. to. Yeah. Yeah. And they're there, they're on board, they'll, they're willing, they're just excited. But like when you do like, you know, uh, funny, you should ask, you know, we've done over 300 episodes. You get a lot of the same faces. That's crazy. So, so that's yeah. like extra work, like paid yeah. audiences, like extra work, right? Yeah, extra work. Yeah. They get like 80 bucks cash or something. So that, like that. That's going to be a little tough on you because you like, you've got to have fresh material for mm-hmm. the same audience over and over again. I, you know what? I, season one, I learned the hard way when I was doing one of my jokes and one of the, someone in the audience threw out, called out the punchline before I went. Uh, and asshole. I was like, nope, that's it. Now all I'm doing is crowd work. So now all I really do is crowd work. I just go through the crowd. And like, if I can throw in one of my jokes, if it comes up, I'll throw it in. But otherwise mm-hmm. it's just like, and you have to be kind because you can't, you know, you can't attack the audience because they'll right. turn on you real quick. Right. It's a lot of, like I tell people who do warm up for the first time, I go, self-deprecating, bring, make it about you. Mm-hmm. Don't ever turn on them because you'll lose them for that whole show. Right. They no will. insult comedy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't insult. I mean, you can't. I mean, even though it's, I love to do that stuff, but you can't. It's like, it's, it turned, it, yeah, it, it taught me because you have to be clean. Yeah, it's elementary school comedy for it's sure. Elementary school comedy, yeah, yeah. And you're and you're also a babysitter. Yeah. A lot of time. You're How, um, is this your sitcom pilot you're writing? Because yes, I hear I am. It. I'm pitching it to you guys actually right I now. I mean, I really hear it right I'm now. Not, I think we should work on this. I think the warm up is a great title. Warm up is a good title. The warm up. Yeah. I think I think this is what we're working on, Darren Capozzi. I think it's a good title. I mean, you could just make the guy like a, a sleaze ball too. You know, sleeps with audience members and the guy is you. What was the Played show? by you, attached. Darren Capozzi, attached. We were watch, we were watching um, um, crashing, and he was doing that was a big oh yeah one episode yeah. yeah a couple episodes. I mean, he had that as a gig. Uh, That's Pete right. Holmes had that Pete as a gig. So funny, right. yeah, so funny. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. he could replace Louis Anderson. He's funny. Weird. Not that he's replaceable, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he could. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Byron that. knows him. Byron only knows like the old, the 80s comics. So oh. he's a big fan of the old, the dinosaurs. The insult comics. Um, just kidding. Maybe sort of. maybe Dice is available. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be, that would be awesome. If Dice was on set, that would, I would definitely have to take 80 pictures with him. That would yeah. be amazing. Hey, Darren, come on, hey. <laughs> Hickory dickory duck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, nice. okay. So are you, do you, does your um, agent book you for that spot? Like, how does your agent work as a stand-up comic? Are you booking those spots because you know the people or what are you doing? How are no, you doing? I, I, yeah, my, I have a manager, a warm-up manager. So she yeah. gets me. Okay. She, she, like, I mean, this, if you want to, here's how I became a warm-up comedian. People don't understand. So Jody got the head writing job at Funny You Should Ask. And she brought me in for an interview. This is Jody from last season, you guys. Jody um, Miller. One of our favorite people, our mentor, love her to death. She's the greatest person that ever lived and helps everybody she can. Yeah, she's no so, offense, mom and dad. So talented, so, so talented. talented. And, and such amazing, and she's been such an amazing friend to me. So I went in, I, I talked to the execs, and we had a good conversation. But they're like, "Have you ever done 
crowd warm up. And I was like, mm, no, but I'm like, I do stand up and I do a lot of crowd work. And they're like, okay, good. We'll go get a job and then come back and talk to us. And I was like, okay, see you never, because <laughs> how the hell are you going to go out and just get a warm up job? You know what I mean? Yeah. Chicken or egg? What comes first? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then I was like, well, on that, that's over. And then Eliza Schlesinger calls me and she's like, hey, do you want to warm also up? Also great. She's so funny. She's also so great. Funny. So funny. So she'd been nothing but kind to me. She's such a, such a sweet woman. And um, she's like, you want to warm up my TV show? Awesome. Ah, nice. So I was like, what? And then I go back to funny. You should ask. And they're like, Hey, I got a gig. And they're like, Hey, you know what? We already hired someone, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to have you guys go switch on and off every other one. Great. Like, Great. Uh, he, the guy, and this is the guy who, um, uh, who was a warm up? He's an awesome dude. He's, he took me under his wing. He's so fantastic. Um, but he had a little bit of a, a, a falling out with someone on set and they fired him. Yeah. Not because he was terrible, not because, you know, he's not a good warm up. They just didn't see eye to eye because um, they're, in, especially funny, you should ask, they're very grilling on the, on the warm up guys. Like, why aren't they clapping? Why aren't they laughing? Ugh. You know, get that. And he was like, I think he said, they've already, like, I don't know. He he just disagreed with someone to tell him to laugh. And they're like, all right, well, sit down. You're done. So. Let's take a quick break. And we're back. So then I became their guy. Wow. That's so, amazing. And that opened doors to America's Got Talent, uh, Mass Singer, World wow. of Dance. Mass Singer. We did the Mass Singer. Shut um, up. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. World of yes. Dance, The Hustler. Did you meet Ken? Did you meet Dr. Ken? Um, you know, he, they're up, so yeah. you're down here on the stage and they're up top. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really meet him. I mean, no, I mean, but they saw me do stand up. but you know, you know, who was a real dick was, um, everybody get up. What's yep. his name? Yeah, um, sure. You can tell. Yeah, we know. I can't. Yeah. What's At his one name? point, what's his name? I'm trying to remember his and dad's he, name so I can remember yeah, his name. Yeah. He, he became famous because of his dad. Thick. I always, and, and, and Robin Thick. So one reason, I guess I played a song and then we stopped it because they were like, hey, stop the music. And then I played it again. Mm -hmm. He had the audacity to send down an assistant to tell me I've been playing the song too much. In mid-show, like, <laughs> what, dude? And the guy, like, one of the guy, my guy who was bosses with me, he hears, he's like, what is he fucking talking about? I'm like, no, like, what, dude? He's heard it too much on the radio. People, really? people like it too much. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, dude, your dad got you in. Like, you should, <laughs> you wouldn't be here if it wasn't nepotism. But that's why, but that's the thing that we have to understand is these people have never had to have a side hustle, have never had to work for it in the same way that we work for it. The appreciation yeah. isn't there. It's all just discharge. With the that's exception of Ken Jong, who actually did have a side hustle. He did. He's, He's a, a doctor. doctor. He's a doctor. But, <laughs> there, but there's a lot of just like, they just, I feel like they don't, there's a stunted growth thing. Like they, they don't have... I don't even know what kind of schools they went to that teachers wouldn't even be teaching them sort of, you know, empathy, yeah. decency, decency, empathy. Yeah. I don't know. It's bizarre. We get this a lot on the show. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I was so, I'm like, I'm in the middle of doing something. Yeah. And this PA has to stop me. Like, what? <laughs> wow. What are, <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Do just do you like, what do you care? Do your job and I'll do, do mine. Job. I'll do yeah. mine. Like what? Yeah. So. so let me ask you, this is, I mean, I'm, I'm fascinated by the, by the job of the warm-up comedian. I was, 
I was I had the opportunity once to be considered for it. I didn't get it um, for a show, but then that's the closest I ever got to that. <laughs> You're like goodbye, Miss. You never yeah. exactly. Uh, pretty much, but I I, I um, like. You know, a normal comedy set, normal, like if you're if you're the headliner of a show, if you're doing a special, if you're doing a special, you you do an hour. Mm-hmm. If you do, you know, the, the most, sometimes it's a half hour. Yeah. You're doing, you know, these days, these shoot days go on and on, four, five, six hour shoot yeah, days. I didn't even think of that. And you just oh. keep getting up and keeping them warm. You're basically like a comedy fluffer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How yeah. how many minutes are you doing at the end by the end of a day? Well, it depends when it depends what show it is. Yeah. yeah. It really depends like how many breaks they have. Like for funny, you should ask. It was like the, as soon as the last person asked who was in the seat, I had to start talking. Yeah. Like that's what the stage manager, I love my stage manager. His name, uh, Tyler's the best. Like there's some stage managers, the biggest dicks on the planet. Like I've been screamed at by stage managers <laughs> on other shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, dude. What? I don't um, know if I could do it. Like it's, that like so far i have so much anxiety for you mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's anxiety yeah. written because you know especially at 9 35 you have to make these people laugh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know especially on these shows that that are are, are paid audiences they're and like that's in the morning by the way nine in the morning and they're paid and they're like all right dude i already got my money so what i don't have to you know what we i mean the decency to ask him to make us laugh at 10 a.m okay people shut the yeah. fuck up mm-hmm. that's okay, the hard one <laughs> yeah it's just you know um yeah, and you do, it depends. Like for funny, you should ask, like if a light went out and then they had to bring in the crew to fix it, you're on. Wow. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you start talking, dude. Like that, I remember that's that's the stage manager tired. You got to start talking, bro. So this is for funny, you should ask because a paid audience mm-hmm. and, they, and they still use you, thank God. But like, they're paid to laugh. Like you better fucking laugh. I oh, don't yeah. care what the material is. I'm here to pump you, but- you're being paid as a background actor, which means you need to act. Act yeah. like you're having fun and laugh. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and you'd be you'd be shocked. Like well, the good thing is Byron Allen, who um, whose show it is, mm-hmm. he's also on the panel, and he would yell at him too. Like, come on, audience, come yeah. on. He would be like, yeah, I got to do better. Um, yeah, he would he would really stop the show. Like, and then I, I sometimes I'm like, oh God, am I going to lose my job? <laughs> but but you it's know, not you, it's them. It's not me. I, no, I did. Listen, extras are like, this is an easy gig. I get some money to sit here mm-hmm. and not do anything and eat my toast, the yeah. free toast, you know? Yeah. So like, they're, they, it's, you know. Just don't be on your phone. No. A lot of them look like they just woke up from underneath the bridge too. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my last job before COVID, actually it was the very beginning of COVID, but nothing had closed yet. And I was working on Mixed-ish. Uh, playing a homeless man and definitely felt like they had set up because we were shooting outside like they had like mm-hmm. said like oh they'll just don't move them just let them <laughs> stay <laughs> right this is not the pay we don't have to pay anyone just let's gorilla shoot it right yeah you guys like craft services <laughs> wow. i think it's great if that is the plan to help with the homeless problem i'm here for it let's pay them to just stay where they are when you do on location shoots Right. You just pay him for the day. Yeah. This is- <laughs> but what I want to know, you're doing really great as a stand-up comic. And I know you're also an actor. Mm-hmm. You were so generous with us and like came and did our Doritos commercial for a Super Bowl contest and stuff. But should have fucking won. Should have fucking won. Had really so many good. votes. Uh, um, that was a really good commercial. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, really uh, 
But I want to know, honestly, I've always wanted to know this if with a lot of people. Is the dream to have a show or are you just loving stand up and like in the moment work live work so much that, you know, you'd be happy and content just to be doing live work all the time, live stand up, travel, stand up, whatever. Or do you want, I mean, you deserve a Netflix special. Oh, thank you. But I would like all of the above, like, you know, my girlfriend always asks me what I want. I'm like, I don't need to be famous. I just need to work. Like, yeah. I would love to be like fifth guy in the call sheet. Yeah. And then be able to go do stand up. Yeah. And then raise a family and then get off this planet. You know what I mean? It's like, I love that. You yeah. know, I, I, yeah. Ultimately, you know, stand up's a, you know, it's a grind. It's a, it's a, it's a hustle. It's even a hustle now, you know, even though, you know, I, you know, I've been out here for so long, it's still, it's still a hustle trying to get, trying to get gigs, you know. Yeah. Gigs that pay. Yeah. It's because it's a not, lot of LA stand up, I don't think always pays. Oh, no, you don't get paid. No, no, not a lot. I mean, so yeah. you're just like, it's not even a hustle. It's just a hustle to get stage time. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the kicker. Sorry. Yeah. Do you do it now? Are you, are you touring now or like? No, no, no. I'm in town now. Yeah. Okay. Is, yeah, is that on the horizon at all? Is it a, of interest? He wants to get married and have a baby. He can't travel right now. I'm going to marry and have a baby soon. No, we're not. We're going to get married soon. I don't know about babies. It's up to her, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I keep telling her, let's do it now. She's like, not a chance. She's like, ring on my finger. I go, ah. Right, 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 right. Whatever. This, someone will lose the stalemate eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but what is, touring's, touring's tough. Let's well, touring's tough. Well, the pro- touring's great, when, but the problem with, you know, anything with touring is, like, you show up to town, and then you just wait until your half hour. Yeah. You know, and then 24 hours and 30 minutes later, you got nothing else to do. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, that's the thing about touring. But there's nothing better than going on the road because the audience is just so juicy, and they laugh at anything, and they're, mm-hmm. they're just, they're there for comedy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes in L.A., it's like, I feel like a lot of disgruntled uh, actors and and, and uh, artists. They're like, I can do that, so I'm not going to give him love, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's There's true. There's a lot of jaded audiences in LA. A lot of jaded. Audiences. And you're like, why are you here? This- they're there because their stand-up coach or their improv coach or their commercial teacher told them they had to go see a stand-up show to learn how to do something. Right. That's why. Yeah. yeah, another special skill on the resume. <laughs> another special skill. <laughs> Um, I still have horseback riding on mine. Oh. I do too. I went one time in fifth grade. But it's I know, right? I, mean, <laughs> I, I rode a horse in 78, so I think that's good. Yeah. Listen, I'm and not then, afraid to get on it, so and, there. Um, I have a very different experience of horseback riding, guys. Okay. Sure what that really? I did it semi-pro until I was like 11, and somebody told my no. mom that it would turn me gay, so all of a sudden I stopped. That would turn you gay riding horses. Yeah. True that, story. that is a true story. That is the reason I stopped riding horses. Come on. Boy, was she thrilled when I went to theater school. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I should have got him off the horse earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Theater school. Do you think that, like, you know, because I have an under, you know, I went to theater school too. Do you think that, like, when people, you know, I, I talk about this all the time, like when people now send in, like, submissions to be like go to theater school like the the board or the school's like okay we got another sucker <laughs> yes i am i 100 percent think that you know what I mean? yeah. like, they think they're gonna make it okay the, the first question in the interview is like so why do you hate your parents <laughs> <laughs> the first question i had with my counselor when i 
claimed theater and undergrad as my, you know, major, whatever. Yeah. He was stoned out of his mind i was he was such a hippie from the late 60s like and he was so stoned and he goes why are you doing this and i was like huh and he he was legitimately asked me that's the only time i ever saw him and people talked to me about having college counselors and i was like nah i didn't have a college counselor oh i met this guy one time and he was yeah. really high and he's like you sure you want to do this and i was like yeah you i mean it's right? Did Sign you guys have college counselors? No. Oh, okay, good. So it's not just me. I, I had a similar experience minus the drugs, but I had somebody who was very hands-off. Yeah. And like I technically had to meet with one time. and Because us it. theater majors are a joke. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why. That's yeah. what it was. They're like, we don't have to waste money on this. We don't have to wait, yeah. It's fine. I would like, you know, we at the very beginning of this, we talked about... <clears throat> Uh, day trading, day trading yeah. for like a microsecond, which is yeah. how long it takes to day trade. Yeah. Um, but I find it so fascinating that that you do that as a side hustle. And I want to, because that is, that is all you, that's not working for somebody else. That's, mm -hmm. you know, and then you technically make your own hours in that you could do it or not do it. What's it like? And, and where, you know, is what got you into it? How did you yeah. start? What sure. What's your deal? Yeah, good question. My, one of my father's best friends uh, is a day trader and, and a very, very successful man. So he's been day trading on this particular stock called FAS, which is a conglomerate of all the banks. Okay. Um, so it's like Bank of America, Wells Fargo. It's it's all under that umbrella. I'm going to take notes. Yeah, and, and, you know, um, record this, right? Oh, sure. So <laughs> he, he came up with this system where... Um, <clears throat> FAS is very, if you watch FAS, it goes down and then it goes up. It's like, it's like clockwork. So mm -hmm. you always, he, he would wait for the dip, get in the dip, make his $2. And of course he's investing with a million dollars. So he would make a hundred, let's say 150. If he, made, if he made a $2 gain a day. Wow. So, um, you know, obviously I don't have a million dollars, but I've got involved and, you know, I would make, you know, I would always, it was easy. You get in, you set your price for what you want to buy out and then, you know, what you want to sell. And there'd be some mornings that I would put my buy and my sell in and I'd go back to sleep and I'd wake up and I made a trade and it would be done, you know. It's um, all automated. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for me, because also it's six thirty in the morning, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna watch the market for a second, see the dip, get in, and then set it for two dollars above, and then you make your whatever, how how much you make, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. But some days you get in, and then like the problem with with the market is <laughs> sometimes you get stuck because, for example, we got stuck. My girlfriend and I we trade together, and we got stuck because Omicron hit. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! You know, like I was, we were going to get out the next day, and I knew it was going to hit the number, and the next day Omicron hit and this shot the market down. So now with the uh, Ukraine situation and yeah. inflation mm -hmm. and the Feds, we also were stuck. Now that's the one problem you can get stuck, yeah. but it always comes back. You yeah. never lose money. That's the good thing. You just have to have, once again comes back to patience by uh, Guns and Roses. We've come full circle. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's really I just I day trade on one stock and one stock only. And That's interesting. Awesome. I I I did a, a similar dabble, you know, with uh, with cryptocurrency, um, which turned out to be, you know, I, I'm fine. I've not lost money. I've made money. But there was a time where I was like, oh, if I can, you know, watch it go down, buy, 
go up, sell. And that thing was, you know, it's not a bank. It's just, it's the fucking wild west. And mm -hmm. there was, there was no rig. I couldn't trust it to go, you know, to, to come back or to go up. And so, you know, right now for the last three weeks, it's in, been in total free fall. And oh, it's the market is so, yeah, like I said, Ukraine, the Fed is going to, and, and we have inflation. We don't know where the economy is going. There's a lot. It, 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 what, what I've learned from the market is they, it doesn't like it's uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and, and we, we've had the worst start um, in trading in, in a long in 2000, no, not last year, but this year it's, it's since we've had, you know, so many uncertainties, but it's been the worst, worst trading uh, in, in uh, the market in a long time. The start a new year, that is, you know, I mean, obviously it'll turn around, but, you know. Yeah. 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 Or, 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 we're, or we've got bigger problems. Um, Let me ask you this. You said your girlfriend day trades with you. Um, do you have your own accounts? Or are you like doing it as a couple? Yeah, we do time? it as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. is she also, is she in the entertainment business? No, no, she's not. She's in, uh, no, thank God. She's, uh, <laughs> she's yeah, normal. she oh. is, uh, she is, uh, she's a recruiter. She's my girlfriend oh, okay. just screamed from the other room. I'm a recruiter. I know. <laughs> I would like to marry her too. That's no, she's like, I'm a recruit. I know you're a recruiter, honey. Yeah. It's awesome. She yeah. uh goes to work every day. She, uh, she has a job. She does a job. Yeah. No, she's, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So I'm really lucky. So I mean, listen, we're we're 18 years apart. Mm -hmm. So what? So what? Yeah. So her parents had an you know an issue at first, but now it's all good, you know. So mm -hmm. you had the better apartment. She still moved in with you. Sure so did. you had something over it. You're like, listen, mm -hmm. I got the nice apartment because I'm 18 years older. Tell her dad, <laughs> like, I've got this thing. It's called beard dye. <laughs> By the way, what do you guys it's, think? It looks, think it looks very really authentic. Good. Do you have an audition? So Darren was telling us um, that, uh, you know, he still goes out for 30-year-olds. So he just has like 35-year-olds all yeah. the time. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? So I have to dye my beard. But you do look 35. You look TV 35. Yeah. You look TV and film 35. You're not that much older than 35. No, I mean, you know, somewhat. Listen, he's not. No, she don't tell anyone. Um, no, but I... But you do yeah. look film and TV 35. The only reason I... Because I did... I went in for a big audition once for a commercial, and I had gray on the side coming in, and mm -hmm. I got a haircut, and it was shaved down, and I didn't really dye it. And the feedback was, they were like, you would have booked this commercial... But, but your hair looked weird on the side and i was like well couldn't they re go outside the box and have me dye it but so ever since then i'm like if i get an audition if something like a little bit younger i i just die i'm not ashamed no it's good what product are you using because it's fantastic yeah it is it's actually really good <laughs> it's it's a, it's one of those things out of the box it's like just, just for men, men. Just just for I told you, I told you we're going to get you just for men. I have it in the shower. It's not bonding to my beard. I don't know uh -huh. what the deal is. Wait, you have the stuff that you, the shampoo that goes on. Yep. Then it makes your hands purple. That's the one. Don't do that. No, no. You have to have like the shoe polish, the actual yeah. dye. Yeah. Get the yeah. actual dye. Yeah, five you, minutes. you comb it in, right? Yeah. Or comb it in five minutes. All right. The thing, right. well, the thing is, Darren and you are two very different looks. Like Darren is, has a boyish look, so like even as he ages, he still looks like a boy. Well, you started out looking like an old grandfather. Man. Yeah. You started out looking like an old man, and as you age, you are actually aging into your look. So your looks haven't changed; you've just aged into them. Right. So like, <laughs> it's sort of like that weird Hollywood thing, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not being mean; I'm being sincere. Like, it's two different. It's like it's like a weird thing. Right? 
And that is the closest Jamie has ever come to complimenting my looks. Uh, not true. Well, you guys look the same, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's the filter Seriously. on Zoom. I have so much. You, Jason, you have. I have so much gray in my beard. It's bad. like yours. Yours is nice. You have a little the here I see, and like yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I got the. You know what? I had it just on one side for the longest time, and mm. then like it just popped over to the other side, and like yeah. I'm like, okay, that looks kind of normal, right? And because you have red, so much red mm -hmm. in your beard, like it almost looks blonde. That's now. food. That's soup. Stop telling people. <laughs> Who has soup in the morning? Who has soup in the morning? Exactly. Dude, I don't know when I had soup. Soup, he says. And he wonders why I don't compliment him. <laughs> um, no, this was great. So what are you working on right now? I'm literally doing stand-up. You know, I mean, I have a show that I do. I'm finally producing a show. Remember TK? Of course you remember TK. Sure. Uh, I, I took over his show. You're doing it at yeah. Federal Bar? Yeah, okay. yeah. Are you doing we, it at Formosa at all? Or just no, Federal no, Bar? No, 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 Federal Bar, yeah. Once a week on Wednesday, yeah. Okay, nice. Wednesdays. Wednesday. And we also, you know, if, if comedy friends, if uh, anyone's listening, if you just show up to the show, we always put names. We always have one or two spots for drop-ins. So we put names in the hat. And hey. told their name, and they go up and they do five minutes. So it's like that's great. And the show's doing well. You got like like a nice built-in audience there. Yeah, well, you know, like, well, Omicron's kind of messed well, up of the last couple of shows. You know, like we had like a, a couple people who uh, drop out. You know, um, so I think after this Omicron scare, I think people will start to. Oh yeah. They'll start to come out. Yeah, but yeah, we've like our first couple of shows were packed. We took it over um, in the last the twenty second of December was our first show. Anyway. That's awesome. I mean, that's incredibly bad timing considering when Omicron hit, but horrible timing. But we, you know, timing. It was, yeah, we had like 40 people that show, so it was fine, you know. That's great. That's, great. that's good numbers. Yeah. But to yeah, use stock market terms, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. we're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop and the end the podcast. <laughs> she showed on Monday. Ain't no savings and loans